Alright, this is my sixth episode. I should not have put my retainers in. Actually, I'm going to take them out. Alright. I think this time I'm going to pray to Jesus. So, hello Jesus. I feel like you're like more on the human level than God. Um, I'm a little bit high right now. I just uh, I had some extra cash laying around, so I decided I was gonna go to the dispensary. And I don't get high that often. Like, usually it's on weekends, and I usually don't do it on weekdays, but I just went to the dispensary, and I wanted to try some of the stuff I got, so. So I'm high. I'm going to still wake up at 5 tomorrow, and go on a walk, and then do some door dashing. So today wasn't too bad. I think, uh... I think I'm kind of convinced that, uh, I don't know, the blessings that I seem to ask from God end up being the opposite, so, because I was able to take a shower this morning, I still have hope that I'm going to find somebody who loves me, but uh, who knows. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I just go where the trade wind blows, sending love to my friends and foes. And I suppose I'm pleased to be chilling in the West Indies. Shop provide all my wants and needs. I got the sunshine, rivers, and trees. Green leaves. Yeah. So, yeah. Nah, I think... Ugh. That's one of the things it's like... my brain it's like it's hard to it's hard to even say I believe I will like get in a relationship or find someone who loves me like I don't know maybe it's not even about finding somebody who loves me I don't know but I'm so like discouraged I think And I think part of that is just that I feel like there's, like, legitimately something wrong with me. So people would not want to love me. But, like, honestly, I don't know. I was going to say, like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't. Like, no, like, I feel like 
Let's just say this. I feel like I actually do like my personality. And I guess I just gotta find somebody who likes it too. And I'm just like scared that that person doesn't exist or that honestly that that person is not around here. But yeah, I mean, you never. You never like fell in love, really, right? So maybe that's. Maybe I gotta pray to one of the saints that's fallen in love because that's an aspect where it's like, you know, like in some ways you're relatable, like you're the relatable God because you were human, but then there's a lot of other ways where you just don't seem as relatable. But. And I like the I like the Mormon belief that we had that you in the Garden of Gethsemane you you suffered all this like all the pain of the sins of everybody. So like the way I, I choose to interpret that and something I don't know you know I don't know whether it actually happened, but it's something that I guess I like believing is that you, when you're in the Garden of Gethsemane, you like experienced the pain of all people. And like the way, the way I interpret that is that you like, walked through each person's life in that instant. Like, like, your main, your brain went into, like, omniscient mode for a sec, and you, like, experienced every lifetime of every person. And you, like, felt all the pain and shit that we feel. So in that way, you must understand how love is. And like maybe, maybe you did fall in love. Maybe the story's kind of mixed up. But. By the records that I was taught from. You didn't get married. The, the doctrine that I grew up learning. But yeah so it was like. I don't know if you get that. I mean, you probably get... If you're somehow related to the omniscient God, just, like, being omniscient would mean that you understand how I'm feeling. So, yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of lonely. And I've realized maybe it's not like just asking for blessings that makes them happen. Maybe a better thing to ask would be how do I get those blessings for myself that I want? And then I come back to this question too of 
Should I even want those things? What should I want? I don't know if that question has ever bugged other philosophers. I'm sure it has. But it's like such a hard, it's such a like a difficult question for me. I can't seem to find any actual answer that is satisfying, you know? Like, what should I want? I mean, I talked about it the other one, like, my, like, second or third episode or something. Maybe fourth. I don't know. But yeah. Well. What should we want? What should we want? (sighs) And it seems like, it seems like love has got to be up there, you know? Like, your answer, as far as I know, to what should we want... I don't I don't know. I mean, was it an answer to what should we want? There were commandments. Is a commandment telling you what you should want, or is it just telling you what to do? I guess, I don't know. But anyway, you said the first commandment, the greatest commandment, is to love God. And the second great, great commandment was like unto it to love your neighbor as yourself so I think that's what I want like but I don't know and I mean, I guess I don't know. I can definitely try to practice loving God and loving my neighbor and then kind of see where it gets me. But honestly, I I feel like I've been trying to do that my whole life, ever since I knew about that commandment. And sometimes it seems like it's gone really... I don't know. Like, I definitely went through a period where I stopped believing in God, so... I wasn't loving God from that time, I don't think. But definitely always trying to love my neighbor as myself. And that's... There's a whole thing where Jung talked about 
something about that scripture to love your neighbor as yourself and pointed out that uh, one part of that commandment involves loving yourself. So that's another thing that I feel like I'm trying to work on and, and figure out that I mean, it's almost really similar to the golden rule, do unto others what you'd have them do unto you. Love your neighbor as yourself. But, yeah, I want to say it should go both ways and be even both ways, like... I want to say, but maybe I'm wrong, that loving yourself is just as important as loving your neighbor. But if you love yourself much more than you love your neighbor, then I think that's, like, not a good thing. But then if you love yourself way less than you love your neighbor, I don't think that's good at all either. So... And then we get back to the question of what is love... And, yeah, because there's so many different definitions, there's like affection, um, and it gets tied with lust sometimes, and affection doesn't seem right, like, in the, and there's like romantic love and then there's and then there's also the kind of love that like like family has for each other where it's like <laughs> it's like wanting to It's almost like wanting the best, wanting the best for them. But it's also kind of like having a, a staked interest in in what's best for them happening. Like, it's more than just like you want them. To. Have like a successful life. I don't know. I was going to say it's. The love, the love that families have for each other. They seem more involved, more willing to get involved, and more, maybe even more self-sacrificing. Like, or just more generous, maybe. And it seems 
I don't know. It seems reasonable to me for some reason that it makes sense to be more generous with the people that you trust more. I don't know. Or maybe it's just an evolutionary thing, thing, you know, like... Animals are... programmed to be more generous with their... close... kin so the genes get propagated. I don't know. And, and is that love? I don't know. And then, yeah. I don't know. So. Yeah. Loving my neighbor as myself. (laughs) I, I don't really know how to do that. How do I do that? <sighs> yeah, because I honestly don't know if I really quite know how to love myself. And that's not even like... It's not just saying I don't know how to love myself it's saying that I don't know what love is and what that looks like for myself so in that way I don't know how to love myself and I don't know what that love would even look like for other people Like, I can try to treat people like I treat myself. That could be catastrophic. I don't know. Should I buy groceries for other people? Because I buy groceries for myself. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's necessarily to treat others the same way you treat yourself. Is it to want for others the same things that you want for yourself? It's like... That could be a sketchy... If you're like just projecting your wants on your children. It's like, it seems like love is something more like wanting some someone to have something that they want for themselves. But I don't even know. And then... And then there's that one philosopher that said that love is 
giving something that you don't have to someone who doesn't want it, is that... But like a, a sharing of the lack. I'm looking it up right now. Jacques Lacan, the French psycho the French French psychoanalyst once wrote, Love is giving something you don't have to someone who doesn't want it. Yeah. So uh, Honestly, like, that's, that doesn't, like, that doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Giving something you don't have to someone who doesn't want it. Is it that they don't want the thing that you don't have? I don't, I don't think that's the right interpretation. Like, do they not want the thing that you would have? If you were giving something that you had, so, See, I think, to me, the way I interpret that is, like, giving something you don't have to somebody who doesn't want it, as in... As in giving, like, a lack to someone... And then they, and then they not wanting that lack. But no, I think no, I think it does make more sense to say not wanting. I don't know something you don't have to someone who doesn't want it. So, something you don't have to someone who doesn't want it. Okay, so that's, that's where I'm getting the second interpretation. Because you're giving something that you don't have, but something... And then in the the uh, clause there, who doesn't want it? I don't think that's a clause. Something something you don't have to someone who doesn't want it. It is 
the pronoun describing something. So you're giving something, something you don't have, to someone who doesn't want it, the something that you don't have. So it's like giving a lack. To someone that doesn't want the lack. See, it seems to make less sense because... If you love somebody, let's say... Is it supposed to be referring to something specific? Like, let's say you have... uh, I'm trying to think of like a lack, like something you don't have. (laughs) Let's say you're circumcised. So... You're giving something you don't have, your foreskin, to someone who doesn't want it. Does that mean they don't want your foreskin? Or they don't want... Or they don't want the fact that you don't have a foreskin? No, it seems like it's saying... Okay, okay, we're going to summon foreskin. Love is giving your foreskin. No, no. Something that you don't have. Your foreskin. To someone who doesn't want it. The foreskin? I don't think that's love, really. Like, I'm giving a foreskin to something. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're giving something you actually have to someone who doesn't want it, then. then it's just, like, uncomfortable all around, honestly. Like, yeah. I mean, it's basically a white elephant gift. <laughs> it's a white elephant gift if you're giving something you have to someone who doesn't want it. But, yeah, giving something you don't have to someone who doesn't want it. You're giving foreskin that you don't have to somebody who doesn't want a foreskin. Uh Something you don't have. That would be the foreskin. 
to someone who doesn't want it. The something that you don't have is a fortune. Getting the foreskin that you don't have. Because one who doesn't want a foreskin. Does that correlate? Maybe I should try to think of another example that's not a foreskin. But maybe it's like a deeper metaphor. Like, like maybe it, it can be. Like the the thing the something that you're giving maybe it's not uh talking about like any specific something I don't know but yeah, what is love? Giving something you don't have to somebody who doesn't want it. What if you don't have eyebrows? And then you find somebody who's into eyebrows? No, who's not into eyebrows. Is that, is that love? Giving a lack of eyebrows to somebody who doesn't want eyebrows. I just... I mean, couldn't you, couldn't you just say that, that if it's interpreted that way, then you could just say giving something you have to somebody who does want it because like with the circumcision example a circumcised person could just give the the circumcised penis to the person who wanted it And that would be the same thing as giving a foreskin to somebody who doesn't want a foreskin. Because obviously they don't want a foreskin because what they want is a circumcised penis. If, if, If it's the case that they don't want a foreskin. Like there's not... I mean, yeah, no foreskin generally means circumcised. So, if if you were saying giving giving a circumcised penis to somebody who does want a circumcised penis, that would be the exact same thing. 
and that doesn't seem that deep to me if we're talking about love but then but then I also feel like I'm interpreting it wrong cause like maybe there's this this broader thing that is the all encompassing thing that you don't have Seems to be referring to like castration. Like everybody's castrated in some way. And then I guess we view God as the non castrated other. And attain to be like him. I don't know how I got onto this. I am higher than I thought it was gonna be. I drank two mil or just one milligram, one ten milligrams. But it was the first time I tried this. It was a. THC infused drink and it was actually very good I was surprised how good it was like how good it tasted uh, how long is this thing going okay not too bad 33.55 um probably wrap it up though and uh get to bed but yeah I don't know I want to know what love is I want you to show me I want to feel what love is I know you can show me and I say these things in your name Jesus Christ Amen